When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, this is James just dropping by to tell you all that we've booked in a couple of Desert Island Dicks live shows. Uh, there's one on the 10th of December in King's Cross at 2 North Down with the brilliant Tom Allen. And I believe tickets are selling really fast, but there's a few tickets left on the website if you get on there quickly. Other than that, I'm going to be at the Podcast Social Club in Thirsk in North Yorkshire on the 23rd of November. Guest TBC. It's going to be good. Get on there and get your tickets now. Enjoy the podcast. I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is creator of a musical and friend with friends and podcaster, no, those are podcasts, Uh, it's Dave Cribb. Hello. Hi, how are you? Very well, thanks. Thanks for for having me on. No, thanks for inviting me in. We're in your lovely studio here. Yeah, it's like a weird little reverse thing where you're hosting me on your podcast, but I'm hosting you in our studios. I know, it's power play. I feel like I'm very much in your world. (laughs) You're going to control this. I'm like, I'll come on your podcast, but you come to me. (laughs) You come to me. I'll own the room. (laughs) Yeah. You very much do. I I rent the room. I don't own it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just just for clarification. (laughs) It's a nice room, though. It's lovely, isn't it? Um, Dave, uh, how did you find selecting your people for this? I've thought about this more than I've thought about pretty much everything in my life for the past three or four weeks. And then I was... <laughs> my girlfriend's going away for a week today. Mm. She's a, She does theatre and she's on tour. And last night, she was like, this is our last night, you know, let's hang out. And I was like, I've got to decide who I think is a prick. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to sit up in bed to like 1am and just cl- get these choices right oh, yeah uh, and yeah she was unhappy with me and therefore probably by extension with you but here we yeah, are yeah okay well, great oh brilliant that's one less listener for this episode <laughs> no she will still listen oh brilliant great okay that's one more listener <laughs> it worked let's dive in who's going to be your first choice do you think I should do these in order or just oh, sort of random um... do you know what I mean like is it as a league table basically right here's the thing mm. I've got Here's my range. One person that I don't know, but mm. is in the public eye. Okay. One person that I've worked with closely that I won't name, obviously, mm. but I've got a lot of stories about. And then one person who's a late addition who I've only met once. Only met once? Literally last week. Really? He bumped off someone else. Oh, my God. Okay, I think build up to your... Like, what's the... The what's, worst. Yeah. Yeah, I've got my headline. All right, let, let me start with the one that's in the public eye, right? Okay, let's do it. And I think this is... The problem with this is I was like... No one's going to be able to disagree with this unless you're a really staunch uh, particular fan of his. Yeah. Or I don't even think if you're a fan of the sport. So it's Jeffrey Boycott. Yeah, okay. So Jeffrey Boycott, I find an awful man. <laughs> yeah. Are you aware of him and his sort I of... am thinking, who the fuck are you right, talking so about? So Jeffrey Boycott is a former cricketer. Right. Now turned cricket commentator. Are you a big cricket fan? I love cricket, yeah. Amazing, it's, okay. And, you know, I hope this will never alienate me from the cricketing world. I just don't think it will. No, but he's 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 
still working very regularly. So there's a couple of things about Jeffrey Boycott, right? One is he's a convicted domestic abuser. And we can say that there's absolutely no legal implication. You know, it, no, yeah, it it's happened. a conviction, okay. It's in the public eye. And that is only relevant, and I only bring it up on this admittedly lighthearted podcast, yep. because he's just been knighted, right, in the in the in Theresa May's leaving honours list. Okay. Just recently, he's mm. been knighted. And he went on, uh, the today, on Today on Radio 4 about his knighthood. And they basically brought this up. They said, look, what do you think about the fact that you've got this history... And you've been given this honour. And, wow. his, and his exact words were, I couldn't give a toss. No. And it's no. astonishing. Yeah, so it did the rounds on. You'll have, it, 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 people yeah. will have seen it on Twitter and on social media and, and, and whatnot. And immediately then I was just like, I've always thought of Jeffrey. And, and he's got, you know, uh, Brexity views that I don't particularly agree mm, Well, I was going to say, if he was in Theresa May's honours, then, right, you know, right. you get a good idea. Yeah. yeah. And there's, a, there's, there's been a lot of speculation that, that she knighted him because she knew it would cause controversy but therefore burying all the sort of strange honors she gave to people that used to work for her because oh. she there was like an inordinate amount of people she honored that compared to normally you know a prime minister's outgoing honors you'd you'd, you'd give a little nod to a couple of the key players but mm. she's like chucking them out left right and center really? people that have you know really been involved in this process from start mm. to finish uh, and uh, you know that's all speculation who knows whether that is true or not but yeah and she's a big cricket fan and but there's there's just this thing that I just I found myself going this that's it that's it for me and him now and he's still sort of treated as just in general as this light-hearted jolly chap on the cricket so what how can everyone just sweep this under the carpet i mean this is the this is what i want to bring to the podcast this is (laughs) this is my real issue and i don't know how we pursue this and i don't think i'm going to make too much of a difference but it's a very strange one isn't it so and and the problem is (laughs) i can't i can't i don't want to misquote but the gist was i think from him i couldn't give a toss that was like 25 years ago it's all in the past to which i would argue your cricket career was even longer ago yes yeah, yeah <laughs> and we're honoring you for your services to cricket and and yeah i just i find him uh, an appalling man mm. and i would not like to be marooned on a desert island with him no yeah the end. just casting off the path yeah. i mean uh, this is all my opinion, of course. Yeah, just opinion, you know. Uh, it's, it's so good that Radio 4 just died, just went in two-footed and just said, "Yeah, just said, what about this? The mad thing was so many people on social media would go, oh, how disrespectful. I can't believe you'd, like, ambush him. And I was like, no, this no, is... How disrespectful. How dare you talk about the time that he beat someone? Right. It's absolutely... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's so much around it. Anyway, I find him frustrating. I find him annoying as a as a cricket fan but ultimately my problems lay away from cricket and uh, yeah. yeah so i just i just i just like this is i just don't want to be on an island with him that's no. all i'd say yeah okay all right jeffrey boycott i mean I think a wholly justified choice. Yeah, thank yeah you. okay. Yeah. Um, thank you very much, Dave. And who's going to be your second choice? Right, so my second one was changed at the last minute last mm. week. So uh, I was going to choose Paul Hollywood. Okay, yeah. Because I watch Paul Hollywood on television and think, how are you uh, one of the most famous people on television in this country? It's mad. He has no personality. There's a lot of stuff said about Paul Hollywood within the industry that I won't go into because mm. I don't know, I cannot verify and I don't know whether it's true. Sure. But just on the basis of his television persona alone, what is he doing there? And it's um, it's unbelievable. <laughs> How is he? It? How is he this revered, like, it's not just like he's got cult following. He's This is mainstream, prime time, 
Your nan loves him. Oh. Your mum and dad love oh, him. Yeah. Your kids love everyone. Oh, it's Paul Hollywood. Oh, yeah. He's harsh but fair, isn't he? He's harsh but fair. And, and you're like, hang on a minute. Holds his grimy little hand out to do the handshake and everyone loses their shit oh, in the fucking Oh, you got tent. a Hollywood handshake. Oh, yeah. it makes me... And I love the Bake Off. Don't get me wrong. Oh, it's brilliant. All inceptions of it. Old, new, great. I think everyone's doing great things in there. <laughs> yeah. And I'll be watching every Tuesday. But I just find the fact that he is such a... I don't know. Is he loved? I don't know. This is what I kind of wanted I, to talk to you I, about. Is no, he loved? I, okay, I think people do love him. But when I watch that show, I can't help but just think about, much like Jeffrey Boycott, I can't help but think about all of the things that you've heard about him away right. from the show. Right. And you just think, you know, uh, I don't know whether I can mention, as you sort of hinted to there, uh, I don't know if I can mention some of the things that it's meant to have happened. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. If they're, if they're true, you kind of think, oh, I'm not sure why anyone can like you. Well, and this is, and there's a lot of that in our industry and you just go, true. there's a lot of mm. people that are still working that you go, who who can just, who can sit in a room and justify this? Mm. And again, I'm not saying that's true of Paul Hollywood because I do not know him. Mm. I don't know him from Adam. No. I couldn't tell you what he's, what's happened in his life, but... I just find that even if you take all of that away, all of that away, he is not good enough no. to be on television. No. He just no. isn't. He's just really harsh to everyone on that programme. Yeah. Just even when you're watching it, it's just like, he's just so mean to everyone. And you think they're trying their best. Yeah, I mean, Craig Revel Horwood's also sort of around there in that in that sort of... I feel like... I, was, I don't really watch Strictly. Do you watch Strictly? I've seen a bit, yeah. He's sort of in my list because I feel mm. like he's... Obviously, this is all basically preamble to the guy. I know, actually, I know. I'm not spending the island with. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry about this. I've really, really screwed You're up. Really the format. getting away a few extra choices here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, is that against the rules? Have I broken them? I think you you make the rules. Um, well. Craig Gravel Horde. I was watching Strictly, and I don't really watch it. But I was. It's the first, it was the first one the weekend mm. before we were recording this. I was like, yeah. fine, I'll give it. a will dive in. And I just feel like Craig Gravel Horde has, has not got the memo that the sort of prime time TV panto villain. Yeah, is from like 2005. Yeah, yeah, and we're not even Simon Cowell's not doing it anymore. No, he's given up on he, it. He's he, like, oh, I'm quite nice he's and jolly now, soft now. Isn't yeah, he? just soft like old let's man it happen. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just, you just watched it. it. Was the first episode, and everyone's really trying. And the other three are like, do you know what? Maybe you're not the best dancer, but you've got promise. And he's like, this is shit. You're yeah. all shit. And even the best yeah. one, there was your man Kelvin Fletcher. Is that his yes, name? Yes, yeah. Like, everyone was like, this was great. It's the best opening dance we've ever had. And Craig Revel Hall was like, well, your footwork was wrong. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh just go, mate. Just fuck off. So there's a couple of things with that. Jamie Lang must be sitting there thinking. Yeah, I know. Oh, God. Because he stepped in last minute to cover him because he broke his foot right he was literally sat in the audience jamie lang looking i was just like he what? was putting on a brave face <laughs> and as well like, he's he looks about it like his body is like he's <laughs> ripped and yeah. he's like got the tightest shirt on he's throwing this dancer around and it's just uh oh my god you must have been he must have been sat there thinking fuck i know i know but the thing is you don't know what jamie lang would have done he could have been out week one do you know what i mean he could have been dreadful at dancing it's, i don't know if he's good at dancing no i just wouldn't put my mortgage on him being a good dancer so I was thinking, so he's still showing up, obviously, being, you know, yeah. a nice guy, showing up to do this. Uh, do you think he's still getting paid to do well, it? So I was thinking, like, is this the best cheeky little... That scam's a strong word. 
<laughs> Do you think he's scamming? No, I don't think he's scamming, and that's why it's the wrong word. <laughs> but what I mean is, has he accidentally found like the best role on Strictly? Because yeah. he could theoretically just be on on the show every week, yeah, without dancing a step, without doing the training. A feature made he could be like, yeah. yeah, the face of Strictly. Oh no, poor old Ginger Jamie, and he still gets all the best stuff out of it, yeah. and he doesn't have to do any of the stuff. And once he's healed, I wouldn't be surprised if he was a contestant next year. Right, right, he's got to like double year, double year, He'll double pay. He'll always be like, oh, poor old Jamie mm. broke his foot or whatever he did, and he couldn't be in it. Well, it's me, but oh, here's Tess talking to him again. <laughs> I mean, let's not start. A test no, day. I know. I can't. I can't start on Tess. No, no, no. Okay, so so Paul Hollywood and Craig Revel Horwood are not in. It. Are not they, your they were sort of like. I feel like they're they're quite obvious choices, and they're too like. Almost cliche to be like, oh, I don't like Craig Revel Horwood. No, but I think it's I think uh, it's good. Show your workings out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm we... really showing my workings out. I really appreciate that I've done that probably for too long. Yeah. Then I was... So we're in, in my office now, right? We're in a little podcast studio. Mm. And I was coming back from getting some lunch uh, three days ago. And I got some pokey. Are you aware of pokey? Yeah, it's like Have a... Pokey? It's kind of like a deconstructed sushi, sushi. bowl. Right. Yeah. yeah, you got a, a bowl of rice. You got some fish or whatever you want on it, all the bits and bobs that you get in sushi. It's tasty, yeah. Tasty. Fairly healthy, Mm. depending on where you go. Had a nice little brown rice bowl. Nice. So I was carrying my brown rice bowl with salmon and a few bits, accoutrements, a bit of edamame, whatever you got. (laughs) Yeah. Standing for the lift. And this guy comes into the building and like stands next to me. And he literally looks across at me. And I've never seen him in life before. It turns out he works in the office directly opposite me now, so I'll have to see him every day for the rest of my life. Okay. And he just looked at the bowl and went, you know, they sugar the rice in that stuff. It's, n- <laughs> it's not healthy. I was like, what? <laughs> what an opening gambit to a conversation with a stranger. I wasn't like in full gym gear pretending I was fucking training for the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. I just want some food. Yeah. Like if I'd have walked in with a five guys, would he have been like, well, you know, uh, uh, that's a few calories in that, yeah. mate. And then I sort of did that polite British thing of going, <laughs> yes, what do you want? And then he just carried on talking about, it. oh, my brother, yeah, my brother used to work. And I'm not doing like, it was such a plummy, classic Chelsea kind of accent. And I don't want to do it because it feels like, again, too cliched. But yeah. he just kept, he, oh, my brother used to work there. Yeah, they used to sugar the rice. That's why uh, That's why uh, it keeps you full all day long. And uh, yeah, it's so funny. You get all these sort of uh, skinny basic bitches coming in <laughs> trying to eat healthily. I was like, mate, I don't know who you are. I don't know. Why are you shitting on my lunch? Like, yeah. who made you the lunch police? And then the whole time you're eating it, you're yeah. thinking, fucking <laughs> bastard. Well, the thing is, the whole time I was eating it, I was just thinking, what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I, wasn't, yeah. I don't care about the food. I'll eat, by my own admission, some very unhealthy food. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not a, yeah. like a, a health freak. But it was just like the audacity to come up to somebody that you've never met and just open... Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's it's literally like going up to someone and just going shit shoes, mate. You got shit shoes. I'm yeah. Like nobody asked. I quite like them. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Like all the of the above. And I just yeah. So I just think if that's your opening gambit, can you imagine spending any more than five minutes with that person? Oh my. Yeah. And therefore, by extension, can you imagine being with them on a desert island forever? Well, yes. I like. I always like to imagine you're at the party and you're stuck with that person in the corner. Nightmare. Yeah. Nightmare scenario. Awful. Awful scenario. And I just yeah. And I don't know his name. Don't know what he does. Don't know. But mm. he's now in my list of three. If that's your opening gambit to a stranger, then you know. Yeah. What power do you possess? Well, that's it. <laughs> what what more is going to happen? Yeah. I'm not in, not interested. Hindsight is a wonderful thing, but I would love to you to have just turned around and gone. I know. Yeah. Or, or I mean, honestly, I, I, there was like a split second moment where I just thought about turning around and going, "Fuck you." <laughs> 
Who do you think you are? Yeah. This is my lunch. You should have just picked it up and just slammed it on the floor. <laughs> oh, take the lid off and just slam it in his, his face. face yeah. There it is. Well, you got it on your face now, mate. Yeah. Eat that healthy food. Yeah. So there you go. Don't okay. know his name. He's in there. That's great. Lift guy. Lift guy? Lift guy. We'll call yeah. him lift guy. Lift guy. Great. Um, thank you very much, Dave. And who's going to be your third choice? Right. My third one, I'm calling on uh, backup notes. Okay? Oh, brilliant. Okay. So this is a man I mm. used to work for. Okay. And I'm going to be very careful about not saying his name or not saying, you know. Mm. But he is, it's the only time I've ever been uh, fired from a job. Okay. And I'll say that because I paused over the word fired because I was never actually fired. What happened was a colleague of mine rang me right. <laughs> to say, uh, that to tell me that somebody had been appointed to my job. What? And that's how I found out. And I never found out from the boss of the company that I no longer worked on the show. What? Right. I mean, that, so that's that's your starter for 10. That's mad. This guy is absolutely something else. So <laughs> he, uh, I, don't, I honestly don't know where to start. He wants, so he works in television. And I don't think that narrows it down. So I think that's fine. Mm. And he once started a sentence to my friend uh, about how he didn't understand why. So he, he said this sentence. He said, when I was operating on a higher plane of consciousness, I didn't understand why people watched television. That was his. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that's some, I don't know if you can even picture the sort of person that would say that. But he <laughs> just is impossible to second guess. I was once sat in a meeting with him. For I'd say twenty minutes talking, you know, but not doing like a presentation, but like being like talk you through this, talk you through the things. And then he paused at, at when I finished talking and didn't say anything for about a minute and a half, and I was like, uh, is, "Does that all sound good?" And he literally went, "I think there's a wasp over there," <laughs> looking at the window, and I was like, "Okay, sure, yeah, yeah, sure, is there maybe?" Uh, but it transpired that he hadn't heard a single word I'd said for 20 minutes because he'd been following the wasp around the window. Oh, and I was just like... Ah, that's insufferable. That is awful behaviour. Absolutely mad. Here are some... So <laughs> basically, oh, great. on my WhatsApp group, I was like, guys, have you guys got any stories about... I can't wait. X. Mm. Oh, do you know what? One thing that he did do once that I find hilarious right. and I would like to replicate it. This is the best thing he's ever done. Okay. There, there was somebody that kept uh, emailing a few of us about maybe working on the show or, you know, just that sort of thing. Like, hey, here's my CV if you've got anything. Anyway, he eventually emailed this person who was the, the boss boss of the whole show. Mm. And, you know, oh, I'd love to work for you. Here's some examples of my work. Here's my CV. And this person <laughs> clicked reply. And I don't know whether he knew what he was doing or whether he just thought it was spam but he clicked reply and just <laughs> typed the word unsubscribe <laughs> send <laughs> no! and just replied with unsubscribe which i think is the best burn you could possibly i mean it's great oh man absolutely just, just leaves that person in a pile of ashes somewhere just like it's amazing oh my god i'd love to try that one <laughs> i'd love to try <laughs> that one unsubscribe <laughs> that's so harsh he uh <laughs> These are some other just excellent stories. He wants, so he was making a big show for one of the big, you know, one of the big broadcasters. Let's mm -hmm. call it a BBC or an ITV. Okay. Might have been one of them, might have not. Who's to say? It was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, 
nothing to do with so he took the <laughs> he once took and again i can't work out how your brain gets to this point mm. but during a normal day let's call it a thursday just wandering in to make his comedy show mm. and he'd brought his skybox in <laughs> right and he took his skybox to the news department at BBC or it's ITV. At yeah. ITV News. Yeah. He took his skybox into the news department to the technical people and just said, I've got lots of stuff on here that I don't want to lose. Would you mind burning it onto a DVD for me? <laughs> oh my god. And like you just you've just never seen as many baffled people in your entire life. What's that? What, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What what how is this happening? How do you just think he could do that? That's fine. I know, incredible, <laughs> incredible. Um, this one, I'm, I need to just make sure this is just final little story. Oh, oh, <laughs> someone's on this WhatsApp group also goes, "Oh, and that painting of Hitler in the toilet at his house." What? Yep. Okay. I've not seen this with my eyes, but apparently there's a painting. Just leave of Hitler that hanging in, in just the leave air. Just leave that then? hanging. Yep, it's got a painting of Hitler. Apparently, um, <laughs> mad. <laughs> so he was working on this uh, big show once. And it involved loads of characters. You know, imagine if you were like an EastEnders or something like that. It wasn't EastEnders. But, you know, the sort of thing where there's families and people who's related to who. Yeah. And apparently the art department for this program spent about a month, a month and a half, making this big, like, beautiful family tree. Right? So they were Mm. like, this is it. This is your entire world of this show you're building. This is family A. This is B. That's how they know each other. Okay. Like, beautiful prop thing for the thing with like 60, 70 names all over it. And uh, they brought it in. He looked at it. And before he'd even read it, he dribbled a, and I'm quoting (laughs) verbatim, he dribbled a massive blob of salmon onto it while trying to speak. And they had to start all over again. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That's what we're talking about. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's honestly a hundred more stories. And I I, I think anyone that's ever (laughs) worked in, our in, like specific bit of our industry mm. will probably have worked out who I'm talking about by now. Okay. Um, but yeah, that so that's I can't I, I, I won't name him, but there you go. That's that's my venting from long time of. I'm sure a lot of listeners will have enjoyed the insight there. Into strange that world. but mad world, right? Yeah, it, and sort of confirming a lot of people's perceptions of what it might be like to work in TV. Yeah, probably. yeah. Well, exactly. As mad as you think. Yeah, he once got a, he once got the runner on a, a TV show who was based on set, right, which was seven or eight miles. He was at home, working from home. He once got a runner to drive from the set seven or eight miles to bring him sushi that had to be picked up from the sushi place about 500 yards from his house. Mm. So this person had to drive seven miles, go to the sushi shop, and then drive around the corner and deliver it to his house. That's unbelievable. All the stories about TV are absolutely true, aren't they? It's just mad. mad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what you want to call him. I so just got, got I kind of put boss, fired boss. boss yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So good. to go back to your original story, you get the call yeah. from a friend. He's not engaging at all in this. He's just I, like... I never heard from him. So what... So if you didn't get that call from that person, you would have just turned up and someone else would be doing your job. Correct, yeah. What? Mad. It's just mad. Yeah. I, how, I don't know how... Yeah, I, I didn't hear from him. I bumped into him, weirdly. Six or seven years later, at a thing, and I think he'd had like a strange epiphany. Mm. He used to be a life coach at one point as well. <laughs> like he used to be a life coach, so he's got this slightly otherworldly. 
quality. Right. Well, you know, the, yes, the, the, yeah. the wasp and the a higher plane of consciousness and all mm. this sort of like, sometimes you just don't believe he's in the same room as you. But yeah, I bumped into him and he, I think he'd had like an epiphany because he basically sort of shook my hand and was like, I'm very sorry about all of the stuff. I was oh, like, okay. It's kind of like, oh, it's a bit too late now. That's a bit late. But, yeah. you know, I hate the pokey guy now, yeah. so you're, <laughs> yeah. you're fine. You're old history. <laughs> yeah. I've got a guy in my office now. But, yeah, there you Amazing. go. Amazing. Okay. So that but that's an insufferable person to live with on a devil. Dev- oh, I would have thought Imagine. so. Imagine. I would have thought so. Okay. Um, so that person, that fire boss, thank you very much, Dave. Excellent choices. Uh, now, mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? Um, uh, my f- worst food and drink go mm. kind of together. Okay. So my absolute, I cannot stand gin. Okay, yeah. And I cannot stand tonic water. Yeah. Separately or together. So yeah. together, obviously, it's an absolute shambles. Yeah. But this all ties into my least favorite food in the whole world, which is cucumber, which also goes with the yes. gin and tonic. So okay. I cannot abide it. People, and the, the one thing that I cannot abide more than cucumber mm. is people that say to me, but it doesn't taste of anything. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, of course it fucking does. <laughs> it tastes of the devil's anus. <laughs> it is just... You hate it. I cannot stand it. I cannot eat a sandwich that it's, you know, like some people can pick like the tomato off a sandwich. Mm. If it's if it's touched the thing, yeah. I can immediately <laughs> yeah. have it. I love sushi sometimes. I, I always be like, no cucumber. Does it come with cucumber? And anytime they get that wrong and they bring it or they deliver it to your house mm. that you can't send it back. It's like I can poke the cucumber out, but I can still taste it. It's there. It's just oh, it infects everything it touches. I just never I just haven't realised that it is so such a powerful flavour. It's so for me, maybe my taste buds are odd. Maybe my taste buds, James, are more superior. Yeah. <laughs> Than the average humans. I don't know. You're on a higher plane (laughs) when it comes to cucumber. (laughs) But I cannot abide it. And do you know what? The problem is, as with a lot of things, so I don't really drink coffee. I've never drank Mm. coffee. I kind of wish I drank coffee because, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, I can't wait to be a cool grown up that drinks coffee (laughs) all the time. Uh, And it's the same with cucumber. Like, I see people like eat, like, eating cucumber on a hot summer's day and looking so refreshed. Mm. I'm like, I wish I could have that sensation. <laughs> I wish I loved it. But I, Yeah, I mm. guess when it's, if it's like really cold, I guess. I never really thought about it refreshing. I need coffee now. It's Do bad. You? And I'm if, without it, I'm just like a slug. Just an awful <laughs> slug man. Is this a new thing though? Did you, I mean, In the all... past four or five years, yeah. Right, so you yeah. never drank it before? Didn't, no, just tea only. And then uh, I can't remember, oh, oh yeah. I was working at a radio station and they had a coffee machine. But people were like, oh, the coffee machine's really good. You should use the nice coffee machine. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I started using it. I, was, I started with the the, uh, the tasty ones, you know, with all the milk in and yeah, stuff. Yeah, a then, bit of chocolate. Yeah, a bit of chocolate in yeah. there. Oh, it's fancy. And then uh, all of a sudden I was like, oh, I could do with one of those. And that's it. You're it's in then. Mm. I know. That's the thing. Every time there's a fancy coffee machine in a hotel, I'm like, I wish I wanted this. I yeah. don't want to have to press hot oh, yeah. chocolate oh, <laughs> every <yeah>. time. <laughs> I still feel like... Yeah. Yeah. The world's worst growing up because every time, you know, yeah. the only hot drink I can basically have is a hot chocolate. Yeah. You can't have like three of them a day. No, you, you can't. absolutely can't. Definitely not. And it just doesn't have the same sort Do you of swap. Uh, I'll no. occasionally have a tea, mm. but very rarely. I'm just not really a hot drinks person. No, okay, fair play. But yeah. there you go. Or a gin and tonic person. Oh, um, mate, absolutely not. Gin and tonic. And then, so Pims is the other thing. Cucumber always chopped up tiny in Pims. They yeah. chuck it in. I really enjoy a Pims. 
but I have to ask for it without all the fruit. I always thought that they did it just because cucumbers cheap to right. fill stuff out, right? Yeah. That's why they do it. Yeah, that is why they do it, I okay. think. But I just, for me, nah, it's going to um, take over my life. Gin and tonic, is mm. it just the flavour or were you drunk on gin as a... No, no, I've got my, um, what's the orange? Cointreau. Mm. That's my... Oh, right. I got really drunk when I was 16 because I think I was like, ooh, orange liqueur. That sounds cool and yeah, tasty yeah. for someone that doesn't really like booze but is pretending to. Mm. I think I've drunk like half a bottle of Cointreau and uh, vomited on my friend's <laughs> brother's bedroom wall <laughs> whilst trying to take a nap. They'd like put me to bed and oh, oh, no, it was, it was messy, an yeah. absolute disaster. So Cointreau is like my one... And I've only ever had it once since I was 16. So that's like uh, fucking hell, 17 years ago now. Jeez, I'm so old. Um, and I think I can't remember why, but the comedian Carl Donnelly mm. bought a round of Quantros once when we were at a bar why? after a gig. And I just, I, A, why, correct. And B, I was like, I can't. And I, I had a shot of Quantro because I was like, maybe 10 years later, I'm over it wasn't over it no. ruined my night awful absolutely yeah. shambled yeah um gin and tonic no you, no you just can't do can't it can't do it can't just i just can't do it i just i cannot do it i don't like the taste of either of those things mm. on their own um and there's nothing more like personally hurting to me than when i accidentally sip one you know oh. when you like because i i'll drink a vodka and soda mm. thrilled with that but obviously, in a glass, they look the same. So, yeah, yeah getting the round. Oh, I'll have a vodka soda and two dinner tonics for my uh, normal okay. friends. And then I put them right. down wrong, take a big old gulp. And oh, oh, oh no. No, yeah. Ruined okay. my day, ruined my week. I've just gotten quite into gin and tonic. Have you? <laughs> but this isn't about me. This podcast isn't about me. I might even take this bit out. But uh, <laughs> I'm trying to wean myself off beer. So, right. gin and tonic is the. Me too. Yeah, okay. I've, I've cut loose off beer. I gave beer up for about three years, mm. about five years ago, six years ago, and it was great. I lost loads of weight. Yeah. Didn't feel like I was just a fat man yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm now back on that hype. So vodka and soda is my thing. But yeah, I, again, it's like coffee, though. I wish I liked gin and tonic because... It's like, ooh, we can go to a sophisticated gin tasting yeah, evening. Yes, have a all gin. Of this. Yeah, and I know. People love a mix and match. No one's really doing that for vodka, which it, is my drink. But no, it's like, yeah. you have your Glens and you shut up. Yes, there's no like, yeah, have a Glens. Oh, my God. Jemba Glens. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. Now, I've got really into my fancy vodkas, though. Like, Have you? Yeah, my girlfriend um, got, she her drink is vodka on the rocks, vodka straight, just without. Just straight? Yeah. That's. And when we first started dating, I was like, that you are. A Hardcore, mad, a yeah. mad woman. <laughs> yeah, but now I'm on. Yeah, you're I'm on. into it. I can't do it with like a Smirnoff, but yeah. with a nice vodka. Yes, see that's the difference, right? But if you cute, start drinking yeah. decent booze, it's fine. Oh man, I know it's a whole new world, isn't it? Because isn't it? you just spend the first like obviously like what first 14, 15 years of your life not drinking, then you spend the next ten years drinking the cheapest possible thing you can afford. Yeah, and that's what you think booze is, and then you're like, oh no, oh, shit. some people have made stuff for rich people. Yeah, that's actually good, mm. and that's it. Yeah, so a lovely vodka, bit of ice, and a fresh squeeze of lime. And now we're rich people. We can I'm anyone. <laughs> yeah, look at us, yeah. podcasters Whoa. ruling yeah. the world yeah. financially. I know. Yeah. Uh, okay, I think this is a good choice, and I love how it's all combined: gin, tonic, and cucumber. Mm. You can just go fuck off. Imagine if you uh, open that cargo hold of the plane, and that's it—just little tins of gin and tonic flavored with cucumber. I don't, I don't know cucumber. what I would do. I don't know what I do. That's Honestly, it. I couldn't. I just couldn't have swim it. off into the sea water yeah. for me. I'd OD on salt. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Dave. Now, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck—it only has two working settings. One is your least favorite film of all time. 
And the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? Okay, so. Let's do it. Film. film I've got two options. One of which I've not seen. Okay. But I know it's my least favourite film. Okay. And one of it, and one which I have seen, but I can't remember too much about, but it was just one of the worst things I've ever seen. Okay. So the thing that I've not seen, and I'm going to just get it up here just mm. to make sure I get the details right, mm. is a film called Amy's Night Out. Amy's Night Out. And it was released in 2007. Okay. And I'll tell you why it's definitely my least favourite film, because it combines the two things I cannot watch in a film. I don't like horror. Can't mm. stand it. I'm jumpy, I'm squeamish, mm. I'm an absolute textbook wuss mm. in all of those senses. Is that a politically correct word these days? I think it's fine. For the, for the podcast, <laughs> You're calling know. yourself a wuss. Yeah. I think yeah. it's okay. Um, so, can't stand horror, and this is a horror film. The other thing I can't stand in films is anything longer than 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Gone. I just can't concentrate that Lost long. interest yeah. in any art form longer than 90 minutes. An hour fine that's my i peak 45 minutes to be honest i'm like a couple of episodes of the simpsons and i'm done yeah. uh anything longer than 90 minutes i cannot abide i get bored and uh, amy's night out is a horror film that lasts 675 minutes <laughs> so i am absolutely <laughs> definitely how is it so long i don't know and it's not like an experimental film this is like a mainstream film here's the synopsis amy is a single mum who suddenly finds herself lost whilst trying to escape a nightmare that ends up being a frightening reality Who's dragging that out for 675 minutes? That, so 675 minutes. I'm yeah. just trying to do some quick maths on. That's, what is that, 11, 11 hours? 11 hours, 15. Yeah. Wow. What the fuck happens in that film? Don't know, mate. It's like they shot all of the footage and then someone at the end just said, I can't be bothered to just edit that. Just pop it out. We, don't, we can't out. afford an editor. It's gone. I know. So, I mean, the thing is, now that I've done the research, part of me wants to watch it just to see what can possibly happen. But I mean, it's like a whole series of twenty-four, isn't it? Like it's just just watching it back to back. Yeah, in re- it must be in real time, right? It's that is the longest film I've ever heard of. Yeah, it's one of the longest films, one of the longest non-experiment. So there's like two categories. Apparently, I was looking up. I don't know enough about film, but there's like experimental, which I think everyone just goes is like you just do what the fuck you want. Mm. None of us are really that interested but oh yeah you make your nine year long film of a, a <laughs> dog eating a bone you know it's that right but this is was firmly in the category of like cinematic release mainstream commercial filmmaking what's going to happen in that not interested unbelievable absolutely that's not mad. interested so that's probably almost certainly my the, the thing i'd least likely to have on a desert island mm. the other thing i considered was one of the best slash worst things i've ever seen i've never laughed so much at a thing that i thought was awful but i was at disneyland mm. in orlando with a friend of mine and there's like, I, I wish I could remember more details, but there's basically just a film they show about how great America is oh. with like all the presidents. And it's like, there's this like mechanical, you know, like in the Simpsons when they go to like weird theme parks, there's yes. like mechanical robot sort of, and there's like Abraham Lincoln as like a mechanical thing, like sitting at a desk and they show this film. And it's just the best, worst thing you've ever... Like, at one point, an eagle soars in for no reason. I'm just like, I can't... I wish I could remember the details. Uh, but it's just... I We howled with laughter about just how incredibly funny American patriotism is. Yes. And I, but I think... I don't think I can take that with me because... I think I would enjoy watching that over and over again. Okay, you know right. I mean? it'd be but too it was, fun. It was the, objectively the, best, worst, the thing worst thing I've ever seen. Oh no! I was just like, no, not only have they made this and approved it, but it's it's on every 
40 minutes at the biggest theme park in the world. Oh, no. Imagine being the person that has to, like, attend to that. Right. Thing, and you have to watch that on repeat forever. Yeah. Come in, ladies and gentlemen. The film will start in two minutes. Uh, and you're like, oh, my God, you're dead behind the eyes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, no. Only in America, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So, Amy's... Uh, two very contrasting <laughs> films. They really <laughs> are, aren't they? Yeah. One's quite short, but horrific for many reasons why the other film is very long and horrific. Yeah. Um, Great choices. Thank you very much. And what's going to be your song choice? Right. So I'm not going to narrow it down to one specific. So I love music. This sounds like such a get mm. a, a wussy get up, but I rarely hear like I just I I like I I did a music degree. I'm a musician, so like I, I it's very pretentious what I just said. I just, that sounds so. <laughs> no, you make a music podcast. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh. do you know what I mean? Like I just I I very rarely dislike music. Mm. But what I don't and this could have been one of my people, but again, I thought it was too cliched. Anything by Morrissey. Just anything by Morrissey. Not interested, mate. Because of Morrissey as a person. So I think that definitely plays into it. But there's, I don't get, I think some of the Smith stuff's great. I do. Mm. But I think that's, I've never listened to a Smith song for the first time and gone, that's brilliant. Right. And I think, I listen to, I think I listen to music more than lyrics. And I get there's some great lyrics Mm. in Morrissey's stuff and in the Smith stuff. Mm. And having gone back and listened to it quite a lot of, you know, a few times and gone, oh, this is, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, but when I first listen to anything that Morrissey sings, I just find like he's just sort of sing talking, not a not a tune, over some guitars, and this sounds horribly wanky and pretentious, like I say. But I just I I've never got it. I just feel like he hasn't tried hard enough to write a really catchy tune. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's all yeah. like, oh, and I was doing a thing and then something else happened and yes. then, oh, yeah. what a shame this, this happened. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. that's not like, that's not a hook. That's not a catchy tune. Mm. It's like, I get that it's kind of poetry to music. Fine. Sure. Just, just not for me. Yes. And also, Marcy's a prick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that so, doesn't help me to forgive him. So I, I, I like the music of the Smiths and I do like quite a lot of Morrissey. I've seen Morrissey. But uh, in saying that, I don't agree with his, politics and right. some of the stuff he says and I think that there's definitely a connection to our man Jeffrey Boycott yeah. it, because uh, because how can you just sweep all of that away and forget there's a weird thing isn't there when people say oh but you can't judge art by the artist and like you know people say it's the Michael Jackson thing oh I mean we but he's such a talented musician and what a songwriter and what a performer he was and I just feel like the thing is, right, we all agree that Ian Watkins from The Lost Prophets, it, uh, sorry to bring this into a lighthearted podcast, but we all agree he's one of the worst men that's ever lived, right? Absolutely. And yeah. as a result, nobody has listened to The Lost Prophets since. Yeah. So by that extension, no matter how good you think Michael Jackson's music is, I don't think you can justify listening to it. Because at some point, you're just going, basically, what I think is that he mm. wasn't quite as bad. What he did wasn't quite as bad. Mm. As your man from the Lost Prophets. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's, you, you can't just... We've all stopped listening to Lost Prophets. When's the last time you heard Lost Prophets on the radio? Oh, ever. Never. Never. Yeah. yeah, it's gone. And they had some decent tunes. Oh, it's God. not like we were all going, oh, it was shit anyway. Oh, yeah, when we were kids, it was like, it was the thing. Yeah. You know what I mean, they came out and they looked cool and they had, like, great song. And right. like, you're like, they they were, like, right up there, I wouldn't say headline, but right up there at Reading Festival, I remember, stuff like that. And if, yeah. if none of that had happened in his personal life, they'd be doing all the stuff that Green Day sure. are doing now. They'd sure. be they'd be touring, everybody'd be like, yeah. oh, great nostalgia, aren't we having a lovely yeah. time? yeah. Nothing. We've shut them out of the world. They have gone. Mm. So the fact that we haven't shut Michael Jackson... And, and, and this is the same thing with the Morrissey thing. I feel like you can't 
you can't separate it, can you? Because especially because Morrissey puts so much into his music, right? Mm. It's personal. It's, oh, yeah. it's him. Mm. So there is definitely a link there. And yeah, and I and look, there's there are various degrees, obviously, of the things that people have done that you don't agree with. And I'm not for one minute saying Morrissey is anything like Michael Jackson in that sense. No. But I am just saying, I, f- I don't, I find him to be quite mm. a bellend. Yes. And therefore, I find it hard to listen to his music that I was never enamored with in the first place. Yeah. So, so I, uh, it's kind of like, so it's gone. So, yeah, you're on the island. You open up the, like, let's put it on the island. And uh, so you open up the cargo hold or you're on the plane and it, that's it. All you've got is a sort of Rolodex of Smiths mm. and Morrissey mm. <laughs> the rest of your oh, life. I'd be so sad to watch those eating my cucumber. Uh- <laughs> No, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Anything by Morrissey. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Okay. Sorry. Okay, no, no, it's fine. It's- I'd love to narrow it down to one song. I just haven't paid enough attention to Morrissey's back catalogue to actually know which one I dislike the most. Wholly justified. Thank you very much, Dave. And finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it and why? I don't know. No. I don't. There's a, right. Mm. What's the track record of people on this podcast choosing an animal they really hate? Because um... this was the one where I was just like... There's not an animal that I you... Just, yeah. I mean, there's like... Cockroaches are the worst, aren't they? Yes. So people well, Like a big old poisonous spider. Oh, I wouldn't want it, yeah. but I don't feel like I'd be like... You hate it. Yeah. yeah. Just, um, yeah. just not for me. Um, yeah. So people often pick like um, rats. You get rats a lot. Yeah. Or like some people are, have really strong opinions on cats or dogs. Right. See, so I love a dog. Mm-hmm. Love dogs. Cats, I'm ambivalent to. Mm. I find they're all right. Yeah. I'll hang out with a cat, but I, would, I just don't think they're... You know, warm enough for me. No, I'd love to have a pig one day. Yeah, a lovely big cuddly pig. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't know. Oh, if I, so again, I'm just, I don't want to be like. I love all uh, animals. Mm. All of God's creations are one with me. Mm. I just don't. I'm trying to think of like what's an animal that I would see and like recoil or feel uneasy about. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And there's just, I just, I can't really. It's like, yeah, like rats. Let them be. They're doing their thing. Yeah. Having a nice time. When you see like a little mouse on the tube or a rat on the tube, I'm just like, it's not harming me. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm trying to think, but I'm not going to force your hand here. Should you think, no, James, I'm not going to put an animal on there. I'm I find, I, I do find, I, I, I got to this at this point and I feel like I failed you. I failed the podcast because I can't really think of one that I hate. No, okay. Do you know what I'm, So there's just going to be no animal? Yeah, Maybe. I mean, can I just can I can I pull a scam and just say, oh, it's a dog, and then for I'd have a lovely dog on the island. <laughs> yeah, is that possible? I don't know. I mean, you pulled the wool over my eyes. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I, 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 okay. Don't, I don't. I genuinely. Ne- I don't think we've ever gotten to this point, and there's a stalemate. <laughs> what I, I know. This is what I feel like. I failed, and I was sat in bed all night last night going. What animal what? do I just hate? I just think, yeah. crack on, lads. All the animals are having a nice time. I've had uh, people choose specific animals before. So I had a comedian, uh, Michael Adewale was on this, and yeah. he um, he chose a goat. Um, he chose a goat when he went to visit some family, and he fell in love with this goat, right? And he was hanging out. He was a kid, and, and like there wasn't loads for him to do, and he was hanging out with this goat all the time. Yeah. And they were getting him to feed this goat, and then on the last day, they killed the goat to eat as the meal. And what he re- realized at the end, he was about seven or something, he is that like- the whole time he was being made to feed this goat up, whereas he up. was just like loving playing with this goat. Oh, that's so and sad. Killed it off. I know. That is so sad. I don't know why I brought that back up. <laughs> no, apologies. A nice little sad way yeah, to end no, this episode off. I know. But yeah, no, do you know what? I no just, animals I mean, wronged you. No animal. No, like I got stung mm. by a 
wasp when I was young, but I just feel like it's fine. I was probably the bigger dick in the situation. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that wasp is probably like this massive guy is thrashing around. I don't like wasps. I don't like wasps, but that just feels like a yeah. That just feels I'm like I'm writing a, no animal. I, oh yeah, I'm writing it no on an, the paper. And no animal. I'm brackets. trying to find a way. <laughs> I just think brackets, wasps, cockroaches, mosquitoes, all the ones where you just like all the shit ones. I'm all the write. shit. <laughs> <laughs> all the shit ones but again they're just you know they're just doing their thing aren't they yeah but yeah i guess you're right if you landed on ireland and it was just like things just want to that want to attack you yeah. everywhere <laughs> yeah. probably isn't a great way to live no, exactly. at the end of your days yeah um dave this has been great oh it's been a pleasure for me thank Th- you thank you so much i mean you're a ve- very busy guy you're doing so many things but what have you got going on what can we tell the listeners about what have i got coming up so the show i do a musical live mm. comedy show we're doing a halloween special on the 30th of October probably yeah that makes yeah. sense <laughs> yeah. off of uh, Halloween uh, in in Bethnal Green in London that'd be really fun the music so uh, yeah the, the podcast that I do a musical podcast which is comedians come on and tell us their favourite musicals and musical yeah. songs uh, which is really fun and it's which... on TV you've yeah. been on TV yeah, doing that it was on TV we did a special for Comedy Central at the end of August I think that's just falling off now TV now so that's it no more plugging over that okay <laughs> and then I do a podcast called Friends with Friends which uh, uh, is people coming on and telling us their favourite episode of Friends and mm-hmm. we dissect it in too much detail i'm very excited so just as you're listening to this i've probably just recorded an episode uh literally in central perk we're going down to friends fest this week this weekend to record one which i'm very excited about but it's the 25th anniversary of friends this week would you know or last week as you're listening so it's very topical yeah very, if, if you don't mind me saying very topical did you did you time this deliberately no do you know what we didn't time it deliberately at all we started it about two and a half years ago and about six months after we started it friends came on netflix and we were like it does feel like we a clever <laughs> person it. would have waited and planned it but we just accidentally happily fell into this uh, and ditto ditto the friends thing but we just we're just big fans of friends and we do very much touch on its problematic elements we won't shy away from it but you know it's mainly celebratory we like it we okay, have a nice yeah. time yeah so yeah friends of friends and the musical podcast and yeah do come down and see an a musical live show i'm trying to think what are the other ones we've got coming up we've got a few knocking about yeah a musical show.com go and have a look on there that, Oh, that's a good way it's a to nice one show but the Halloween one and the November ones are banging lineups we're going to have great great time okay and if people want to find you on social media where can they find you I am at Dave Crib C-R-I-B-B on all of them oh that's great I say it? all to have Twitter your name on all of them Twitter and Instagram that's that's, that's it, it. yeah snapchat is anyone still using that MySpace. i think it's on my phone MySpace. <laughs> i think i still got snapchat i don't think i've opened it for three years <laughs> yeah. um but yeah at dave crib okay well thank you very much dave thank you so much 